0: Society is based on debates, and we love debating everything. From politics, to sports, to food. The more outlandish the topic, the better the conversation seems to be. I love sitcoms, and Dugues loves horror, so why wouldn't we have a discussion on the genres we love? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the genre debate. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, Part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, a true horror freak, Dukes from the Anything But Credible Podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauché. What's happening, man? Not a lot. Same old, same old. We have a very uh, good topic. We're going to have a little debate here. Uh, We're going to go back and forth. You're a big horror horror guy, Mm. horror content. I'm a big sitcom guy. And uh, so... This conversation really came about uh, over the summer. One of my friends from Kansas City, Spencer, shout out, shout out. He was. We were at my house. You were there, and uh, somehow we got on the topic of TV. And he was absolutely appalled when you said you didn't watch sitcoms. Yeah, I mean, he was sh- like, sh- legitimately shocked. It's not the first time. No, I mean, yeah. it happens all. It happens all the time. It's yeah. not. It's that's what I don't. It's not a very common thing that you. Not even like you won't just turn them on and just watch them or you, you will, but there's other things you'd rather go to. Yeah.
1: They're not ever my first option. You know, a lot of people even put them on maybe as background, background noise and stuff. Not for me. And it makes the conversation, especially, you know, if you're in the beginning of a relationship, but friendship, whatever it may be, you know, there's always a point where the just natural icebreakers happen. And every time when I get to the point of, because I'm an honest person, I don't want to hide anything back, and so I, I, I'm, I don't shy away from the fact that I'm not a, a very a, a comedy p- person, sure, but when you get to that point in the conversation and you're like, not, you know you say something along the lines of, "I just don't really get into comedy," and somebody the other person says, "Oh, you know, you, no, I, I hear you, you know, so this, and and, and then you have to say like, no, I, I mean i <laughs> I really don't watch, yeah, like at all." People automatically get this weird look, and then you know they start thinking. I'm sure you can only imagine what they're thinking. Uh, yeah, because that's not so a normal you're a psychopath. thing. Psychopath. That's <laughs> something, <what they're> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. But at the same time, hopefully, what we're about to talk about, some of our points, some of our debate points, uh, will hopefully help explain my side of the story. Because sure. I'll tell you what, we've had this conversation before, but like I just said, I've had this kind of debate slash horror persuasion. You know, trying to yeah. kind of tell people why they should be on it and why it's not that weird for as long as i can remember sure of course yeah. and i mean the first time we talked i'm sure you thought something was going on with me I'm yeah sure.
0: yeah so before we jump into uh our our little our debate here i i have some questions for you so i'm a big sitcom guy i kept my my debate strictly to like sitcoms like tv shows yeah, i did not uh, go to movies and w- and, w- and why is it? i i just think uh if if I were to branch, I love comedy movies. Like don't get me wrong, I love watching a comedy movie. Uh, yeah. probably my all time favorite movie is Caddyshack. It's probably my all time favorite. Okay, uh, I've seen it probably a thousand times, and I'll see it a thousand times more, and I'll laugh every time. Uh, but I wanted I strictly kept it to sitcoms and TV for this episode because I think if I went out to movies, I think it was going to be too broad. So I wanted to narrow it down a little bit. But so I'm a big sitcom fan. I want. I have a couple questions for you. Have you ever watched a full sitcom series from start to finish? Yes. Now, th- now it doesn't have to be once on TV. It can be Netflix. It can be binged. It can be anything. Not that I can think of. Not fully. I okay. bet you. I would say
1: to to this point. Okay. So. <laughs> Everyone gives me shit yeah. all the time about of The Office, okay?
0: Mm, yep, I just finished it.
1: Everybody's seen it 100,000 times. I've, you know, they put all these references, and I, I don't know what they're referring to. I, I know that when I watch a clip of it, a YouTube, yeah. somebody shows me, it's great. It's funny. I, it. Here's the thing about this, is I don't, it's not that I don't think things are funny. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that when I am sitting here by myself, I, I, it's just not the genre sure. that I go to. But to answer your question, I would say... No, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I would probably have to think kind of hard about that, but I would say the most the furthest along probably or the most that I've seen from one sitcom to date now is probably modern family okay is that I' a, watched yeah what, what classifies what classifies as a sitcom
0: to you uh so I have. Some, you know, shows that I've written down, like Friends, New Girl, Hire Your Mother, The Office, Seinfeld, Fresh Prince. Okay. Just like those, you So that you fits know, in that. Yeah, those, yeah, I would say Modern. I've never watched an episode of Modern Family. Oh, man. Honestly. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm, ooh, I was, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no. I, I was thinking, the other thing that
1: I thought that I was up to date with, but I've watched, we've mentioned this before in, in previous episodes, but a few episodes here and there, I'm still not in all the way on is Brooklyn nine nine two. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah, so those are two that I actually haven't, I haven't watched a single episode of, but I, they're on my list of shows to watch. Uh, so that's very interesting. I mean, I don't know. I've watched a, a, all of the, like most of the shows I just named, I've watched all the way through. That's a lot of time and a lot of uh, energy spent. But, so for me with horror, I'm gonna, so uh, taking the same question to myself, um, how much horror do I watch? Not a lot. Specifically, I, I want to jump sure. into because yeah, yeah. I am specifying to yeah. film. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah I'm not worried yeah. about TV at all. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, like I mean, no. I don't even know of any like horror TV shows They're often. not
1: that great. There's a few, but I mean, they're not amazing. But there yeah. are there are I mean, there are a couple, you know, American horror stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah, them. that's the So with me, horror has two um, uh, two I guess categories I would put it in. Uh one is like just gross, disgusting things like Saw. Like I've never watched a single Saw because I I just don't handle that stuff. I could barely handle like my own blood. Mm-hmm. Like you can ask my wife. We were, I cut my hand on a, uh, can like opening a. Like, I think I was opening like a can of chili and I cut <laughs> my hand and I about, I damn near passed out. Like she was like, okay, you need to like sit down and like, <laughs> I about damn near passed out. Uh, so that's one thing that I, I don't take. I've never watched a single saw. It's just, it's not for me that type that genre category, I guess you could say. So when we get to our,
1: kind of our main points or, sure. or our debate points. Yeah. Um that that will come back up. Okay. Just
0: the FYI. And another like uh category for horror, I would say I guess like thrillers are a different different thing. I would say like things that are like legitimately real, like the first thing that comes to mind is the strangers. I've never watched the strangers because that shit is too real for me. Mm-hmm. And I I I probably couldn't sleep for like for a long time with that because that's stuff that I just to me it takes on a whole nother level. It's like there's enough like psychopaths out there that will see that movie and be yeah. like, Yeah, I'm gonna do this to somebody.
1: So that's actually one of my most interesting that points, kills me. especially and and I, I feel you. I'm with you too. But it's one of my most interesting points to me, and especially in today's age, because you know what? We're we're in this point where Hulu and Netflix, you know, these things go viral. Sure. The the series. Specifically a lot of Docu series, documentary films, a lot of these crime plots about awful, terrible oh, things yeah, that terrible. are done in yeah. real life. Sure. Terrible people. Like the Ted Bundy documentary. Bundy. And all like, these people that are doing all these crazy things in real life. But yet, people love it. That doesn't fall into the horror realm. And people will watch yeah, those, love it. But then you put on, you know, a Stephen King movie yeah. and all of a sudden, no, I don't watch horror. Those are the things that are, I don't, you know, there's some kind of association, some kind of connection to it being a air quotes, horror movie compared to something like you said, or, or everyone says this thing, I hate these horror movies that could happen in real life. Yeah. What about all those series or even those TV shows, (laughs) you know, like people watch snapped and you know, I'm I'm married a murderer. Yeah. My
0: wife, I, investigation discovery literally loves, right. Everybody loves that stuff. Takes it all in.
1: Those are real life things, yeah. and those, in my opinion, are are, are much scarier than watching um, Chucky the doll run around. It, you know what? It, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, of course. People get freaked out about these things about Freddy Krueger, this guy that comes in your dreams. That you know, blah blah blah. But yet they'll watch. Yeah, a ten part series on um, a, a notorious serial killer that 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 ravaged yeah. multiple cities. It's just an interesting thing, you know? And it
0: is interesting because I'm like one of those guys, like we actually just finished the Ted Bundy documentary and uh, I, I don't, I, I really can't describe why I would watch that, but I won't watch, it took me forever to watch it, for example. I basically watched it because everybody was like, you gotta see it, you got it was basically not like peer pressure, but it was like, I feel like it was more of like a cultural thing. It, it was. It was like so big that it was yeah. like, okay, I just can just see it.
1: That is another thing, we will hit on that later.
0: Yeah. So- Uh, I I honestly don't, maybe the reason that my, like I said, my wife loves investigation discovery watches. If she could just sit at home all day and watch investigation discovery, she would, she knows like the TV, like the police officers in those shows by name. It's, (laughs) it's pretty ridiculous, but I don't, I don't really like that stuff either because I'm like, man, it's just real. But like the Ted bunny thing, maybe it's more like historical. I don't know. Maybe it's more like, I really don't have an explanation for why I would watch that, but I won't watch some other things.
1: It's interesting. I really want to get into one of my main debate points, but I don't want to yet. So just we'll reference this okay, later, yeah. but I kind of disrupted your thought when you were kind of talking about the, the horror and where you fall in line with the horror stuff. So do you, can you remember where you uh, pick? Oh off yeah. At?
0: It was the two categories. Like, uh, those are your, so those I would are say two. Yeah. Those are pro, I mean, I I like I said I kind of put like thrillers and those type of things in a different they do have like jump points and scare points but mm-hmm. I would put that in a in a category by itself. I would break it down between um like gross just nasty shit yeah. like saw and um like stuff like the strangers where it's like that's a, I mean it's like going to a cabin in the woods, you know. That's that stuff like Yeah. Now now if I see that movie I'm like uh yeah, I don't know, man, there might be somebody out there like it could be weird. Um but yeah, I, I would probably, I guess, yeah, classify him in those two. Um, I, I my wife loves horror content. She gets angry at me when she sees a movie that she wants to go see in theaters, and I'm like, nah, I ain't going. Yeah, you can take my little sister who loves horror. I'm like, you guys can go together. That's fine. Um, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a baby. I'll admit it right now. Like I'm a huge baby. I can't stand horror content. There's, I mean, hell, there are some movie trailers out there mm-hmm. that like just I like if it's on. I won't like I'll hear it in the background and I'll like either turn and go to the other room or I just won't watch it because I'm like this is gonna fuck me up like the new trailer for the Jordan Peele movie Us oh man that that thing it (laughs) it kills me man it makes me so damn uncomfortable so first of all I I do
1: want to say this there's nothing wrong with that I I know you know that but to everybody out there I'm not I am not talking down or bad on people who are not horror fans Mm -hmm. I'm just simply saying that uh, my this whole my stance is to show. Why I think that more people should because I honestly don't think that horror get as a genre gets yeah. the respect that it should. No, it doesn't. But that's a whole nother conversation. So I want to ask you this: Okay, your love for sitcoms. Yeah, is there anywhere that you can remember right off the bat where maybe that might have started? Where as a kid growing up, where you was your family heavily into the sitcoms? Was it a you know scheduled family time thing, or is that just something that you kind of found on your own? And was it later in life? Was it early? I mean, where does this sure. where does this start from?
0: So, uh, and when I'm done with my answer, I've flipped the question to you, but I would say it probably comes back to uh, my mom. She really likes, um, she's a big like friends person. So we would like, Mm -hmm. you know, after dinner or whatever, we'd go sit in the living room and she'd like just random episodes of friends would be on. Um, But she would also watch, I mean, shows like ER and uh, old shows like that. Like she never, I don't think she ever watched The Office. She never really watched uh, we never watched Seinfeld as a family. Like, so I think it was something that, you know, watching friends with her, but then I think it was just something that I grew into really. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, like I said, I, my wife, Ellen, we've watched, we've watched friends together. We've watched new girl all the way through. We've watched how I met your mother. She was a huge office person. And I was kind of like you, I was like, everybody talked about the office and I was like, ah, I don't you know. It, it is what it is. I'm not like going to like sit there and watch like eight seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. But then it's when I started, I was like, oh my God, it's it's amazing. It's hilarious. Um, So I watched that. She's seen that. I, yeah, I, I don't really think there was any really, uh, any point in my life. Now, horror, I can definitely say why I didn't get into it. My dad is a big, I don't know if he's a big horror fan, but he likes, you know, he likes Stephen King stuff. He likes uh, all the Halloween movies, which I've seen most of the Halloween movies. I don't really, I don't know. thats a, I don't really classify those as horror. I gotcha. But um my mom hated horror didn't watch anything like refused to watch any of it so I think I got some of that from her where I was just like as a young kid she was like I'm not watching it scary so I think I was Mm -hmm. like as a young kid I was like oh I'm not gonna watch that either like it seems it's scary I'm not gonna watch that um now I'm not sure about my middle sister she's big I I know she likes sitcoms I'm not I don't know if she's a big horror fan my little sister Kelly loves horror like we'll see every horror movie plays horror video games Mm uh for her her birthday, I just bought her this shirt. It is the Mystery Machine from Scooby Doo, with like horror like characters. So it's got like <laughs> Chucky, it's got Jason, it's got I love Michael it. Myers. It's a it's a really sweet shirt. I love it, and she loves it. But that's like she loves those horror movie, like horror movies, horror game, horror content. Okay. Loves it. So okay. it's weird. Uh, maybe it's just because she, I don't know. Maybe I really don't know why she does. Hey, but maybe she just grew up in a different. Uh, she's quite a bit younger than me. Maybe she just grew up in a different time when it was like, she was like kind of more independent doing her own thing. Yeah, definitely. So to flip it back to you, uh, what is there a moment in time or someone that got you into the horror content
1: that you can remember? You know, I won't spend too much time on this cause I don't think I really have too great of an answer, but the thing that comes to me is I think the reason that I got into horror was, I mean, I think it goes to your, with your sister I think a lot of it has to do with do with just your personality you know i, I i'm not an overly bubbly guy i'm kind of like a really I, I would like to think like a chill laid back kind of guy sure. i kind of tend to be my the media i consume tends to be a lot much more chilled and laid back i feel like comedy is a little bit you know too bouncy too happy too okay too bubbly for me but there wasn't anything that strictly that i remember set it off to yeah. be like oh i hate that um for 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 horror i think it was actually kind of the opposite of what you were saying where both of my parents just weren't really about it weren't really against it we okay. just never watched it sure. and i think growing up as a child i just it wasn't in my household so i just when i got a hold of it i think it was just yeah, you know, i realized how, how great it was you know it was kind of just one of those things where it just wasn't there yeah. until i got older but You know, not to disrespect, but for the comedy side of it, I think there were a lot of reasons as I grew older, I started to, a lot of the reasons that we'll talk about for my debate points, I guess, are kind of the opposite of for the comedian side of it is I just feel like with the sitcoms, I felt, I don't want to say that it was almost disrespectful, but and I don't want to say cheesy because I don't want to come off and sound arrogant and and, and rude because I I do respect it as an art form for sure. But I just, from what I was, you know, watching, I was all, I'm always been into darker things, you know, thriller, suspense, you know, horror. Like if I'm not watching a horror movie, I would prefer to have some kind of suspenseful thing, you know, drama or something, something darker, not, you know, I don't resort to to comedy, but I felt like, you know, those things like, there's things like laugh tracks. It just really bugged me, man. Laugh tracks really, really kill me to this day. I, I, one of the main reasons I, I, I just absolutely despise how I met your mother. That's a laugh track, right?
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think most of them are. Now. Oh
1: man, it's just something about. It's just, just. I just think it's the corniest thing, and I even shows like how I met your mother. I think they, you know, it's it's a, it's a thoughtful thing to have that in there. It's it's on purpose. Yeah. I just to me, I feel like it's just it's just a little too corny for me. But I mean, there's a lot of things like that. But it's just certain things where I just started finding and and kind of nitpicking. Sure. And those aspects started to bug me way more than I thought they okay. did
0: and I don't really have a good reason why it's just, it just wasn't my style so do you think the laugh track you have a background in like audio and that type of thing do you did the laugh track always bother you or was it when you more got focused into the audio side of things I
1: don't know I don't know if it was an audio thing okay. I
0: think it's just something where I just realized It just stuck out to you well, I you just realized. to
1: me I, it, it, the message I get is this isn't funny enough to get real laughter okay Now I realize that that's not always a situation because sometimes a lot of times you're not filming in front of anybody, you know, but before I knew how uh, shows worked, that was my initial thought was, why do you need this? Okay. But back then that's just not how shows were made. You know, it's not like Modern Family or The Office where none of that is a thing because they expect the person to laugh on the other side of the Mm -hmm. screen. You know what I mean? And that just wasn't how it was made. So I get that. But I think that just initial thought was what kind of steered me away. Okay. You know, in the beginning. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that's a yeah. I just, that when you were talking about that, uh, the idea, you know, that idea, it just popped in my head that, you know, you kind of have more of a background in audio and everything. Well, so, so it's so funny it that you
1: say that because that will come into my play of my, my kind of argumental for the horse side is the complete production aspect of everything. Okay. It's kind of the behind the scenes things. Sure. So that will come into play. So I, you're definitely, we're
0: not far off okay. on that. So are you ready to jump into Yeah, man. let's do it right um, now. Yeah. So I'll open the floor to you. You can have do you want the first first topic or do you want I want to make the I, first topic. Well, I
1: want you to start start us off on just you know, let just let me know why Okay. why why sitcoms, man. So
0: I have a few early points and right. then I have some heavy hitters at the end. Okay. Let's okay. do it. So, reasons that I think people really like sitcoms, the reasons that I think I really like sitcoms, they kind of show, you know, like I'll use the office as an example here. They show parts of our real life. It's everyday things that remind us of our life and could make you know, make you feel good. Uh, the job I have now, we've like legit filmed things that are like in the office, and we always will sit there and be like, "Oh my God, this would be great to film." Like if we just had someone following us around, people yeah, well, would die laughing at them. Sure. So that's, that's one point. Uh, and they all kind of go off of that, I guess. Uh, this Another one, you know, it gives us the idea. That we can overcome daily problems when we see them on screen. You know, you'll see something on screen and you're like, oh, you know, that character got through this problem. And it might not even be where you're like, I'm gonna remember that and use that later. It's just something like, oh, you saw that and your brain just like, you know, you just jump into action, you use what you saw. And it, the biggest thing is I think sitcoms, you know, they're they're made to make you laugh, first of all, I think. But they're also all of the shows that I mentioned before, New Girl, Hi I'm Your Mother the office to a certain point, they all have like backstories and uh, other things that are really serious. And you're like, when that, when those serious things happen, you're like, Oh man, that's what makes the show really good. I don't necessarily think, you know, some people of course watch shows for that laughter for Mm -hmm. to just space out and do whatever. But I think part of the reason that I like all the sitcoms that I've mentioned is for those more serious moments where, it's not necessarily what you're tuning in for but when you see that moment you're like, "Oh, that's why this is a good show." Um I don't want to use any, you know, spoilers or anything for people that are out there that haven't watched those shows, but all of those shows have moments in maybe not every episode, but every couple episodes where you're like, "Oh, that person, you know, just went through got fired from their job or went through a breakup or did something else and they have friends, they have other people that are there around them to support them and get them through that thing." And I think to me that's what makes those shows really good is it's not necessarily the jokes, it's not necessarily the banter between the characters. It's those more serious moments, serious aspects where you're like okay, yeah, that's you know, there, that person, it kind of makes you take a step back and look at your life. You know, if something happened with me, you like, I don't know, I lost my job or whatever, who would I turn to? Who would I be like, you know, I need you for support? And not even I'm I need you. They're just going to be those people are going to be like they're going to jump in and not even hesitate to come in and ask and like be there to help me out. You know, does that make sense?
1: Interesting. I think so. It almost sounds like you're more into it for the, because of the way that it's set up, the way that the, the comedy and the laughs kind of lay kind of a bed for the character building, yeah. which is really what you're in for is the character building. But the, the way that that character building becomes effective is through the good times. The good, high, positive emotions of laughter and everything for when those bad times happens, it hits you extra hard because you've connected with
0: them on a positive, happy level. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's one hundred percent right. Interesting. And the thing, you know, when I finish a TV show, uh, more I think it's more when I finish a sitcom. It's like, and of course, I could always go back and rewatch it, but it's like the first time I finish that show, I'm like, I, I legitimately not depressed, but it's like I legitimately am like, man it was like I was hanging out with those people. You don't want it to be over. I, yeah, I yeah. don't want it to be over. My, like I, said, I just finished The Office, and what, even when I got to like the last season, and it, it, anybody that's out there will tell you, the, the last couple seasons of The Office are not great, but they're still pretty good. When I got to that last season, I was like, damn, I only have so many episodes left. When I got to the last episode, I was like, damn, these are characters that like I'm never going to experience seeing this this moment, these characters, that episode for the first time. Mm. So I think that was, uh, that's something, another thing that kind of goes off of, like, it's like you're just hanging out with the characters, even though, you know, they're pff, on screen and they filmed it 10 years ago. So you have, an, a, you, have you have like a, a a connection with them, I think. Sure. Sure. My argument to that would
1: be, couldn't you, could you say that that could be the case with any genre where if it's a good show, it would be you'd be attached to those characters in a building way. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, that the the laughter and the positivity is what really sets it for it, but um, I don't know. I just feel like that's one of the key things that makes a good show, but I hear what you're saying. I think I actually think the most, um, one of the most things that resonated with me the most is the idea of making laughter jokes of everyday situations, conversations, activities, things that you do. That I, th- I I like the idea of that. That sure. I don't know. That is a thing in horror. You know, the opposite kind of sometimes. But a lot of those situations can be hard to make into a funny thing. You know, you might yeah. do something where that you think is funny one day, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be good enough to write in a show where everybody yeah. watching yeah. thinks no it's going to be funny. Is, yeah. So I I I will say this out of out of comedy, even though I do not watch it much i mean i do watch it just not much i do think that it's very hard i i find myself getting very nitpicky with the sure, writing sure. with the actual jokes so i do think that it's very hard so I, I like that idea of like making your everyday things in a funny situation yeah
0: and you know every i think every nah, it's probably true for every show but i think comedy in general sitcoms in general they all have either a season or later seasons that just like they take kind of a downfall just because it's hard to keep that going. Yeah, A lot of them go on for one, two seasons, maybe too long. Uh, just to wrap it up, I have two more points. Um, another reason that I love sitcoms, I think, now I might kind counter- contradict what I just said, but the character building and the story writing, storytelling, I think is really good, especially for, you know, most of these sitcoms are, five, six, seven seasons long and they're 25, 30 episodes each and now when they get down to the later episodes, you know, they're still okay but they're not as good but like the first like five seasons of The Office, I mean they're incredible, they're so funny they're so good, same thing with, I think New Girl was really good all the way through I really enjoyed it Hi, I Met Your Mother, I really enjoyed up until the last season. New Girl is low-key really great. Oh, man. Like I, said, I mean, it's I, not low-key, but for I me... Think it, I think it is pretty underrated. For though. me, I, I,
1: the first time I... Oh, what God's are you guys funny. watching? And it, it, it is really good. It's so good. Yeah. And I
0: think just, like I said, the character interaction, and you you know, you know, just think that, oh, these are people that, when I lived in Chicago or I lived in Springfield, like these are people that could have been living next to me, and you just kind of have like a connection. But I think the character building... And the storytelling, most of the time up to a certain point, is I think really good. And I think it's really difficult to do effectively. I mean, how many I'm sure it's the same with horror, but how many like comedy shows have you started or comedy movies have you started and you're like or they don't get good ratings and you're like, yeah, this is not good. Mm -hmm. So I think the ones that really do stand out are ones that are it really shows how difficult it is. The last point I want to make before I have my heavy hitters, which I might save till after your horror content, Mm. is these shows even movies. I mean, they're so easy to binge. They're usually short. That's true. Sitcoms. I mean, they're usually 22 minutes. That's a good point. You can just sit back. You turn it on. You don't have to invest a ton of energy into it. That's very when true. When you put on the... I mean, I was watching Office episodes. I was watching four, five a night. I yeah. would literally just go home, make dinner, sit down, eat dinner. I'd eat dinner in 15 minutes. And I'd sit there and watch four more episodes and just lay on the couch, watch them. And it's just, they're so easy to take in. That is true, and, that, and it could that, be a downfall too. I mean, if you're, it depends on the mood. If you no. get home from work and you're like, "Man, this sucks," like I just want to watch something, you'll pop that on. But if you're like, "Oh, I had a great day at work. I'm ready to like be energized. I want to watch something." That's where you go to, you know, go to a drama or a even a horror where you really want to pay attention. But I think the sitcom well, is is number one choice there.
1: Who knows? But I think you're right too. It's definitely the easiest, and I think out of all, if if you were to put out a spectrum of every emotion that, you know, if we had some kind of data source that said. When people are feeling sad, they watch this genre, this percentage of time. Sure. I bet you the most percentage would be some kind of sitcom. And I would also say that it is, that is probably a clear winner compared to that uh, sitcom and horror in this conversation in the way that I do think that you have to be in a certain mindset when you're going for a straight horror film. Yeah. Whereas I don't think that you need to be. Force it sure.
0: I think that 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 range can is much wider yeah I agree yeah so that's what so those are the points that I have And like I said I, I'll bring out some more when uh when you make your your horror points but I will concede the floor to you mm. L- convince me why I should watch more horror convince the people out there give what? us the points on why horror we should watch be watching more horror
1: well you know I don't know necessarily which ones are big hitters Or not, but I just know what. Like I've said, I've had this conversation a bunch of times, so I kind of know, you know, what I feel. Okay, so what I feel. Number one, it's funny that you started off with, or that we we kind of segued with with emotion and feeling, because I think that's where I'm going to start with. The I would say the most common question I get after that people realize how much I like horror film and films is something. Along the lines of why would you want to be scared all the time? Okay. Okay. It's a big question. My answer to that is sure, throughout life, maybe for some people it's every day. Maybe for some people it's every week, once a month, every once in a while. Some people living way out in the nice neighborhoods, don't ever feel it at all. Yeah. Okay. There's different levels of of fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's the fear of when you're in a bad neighborhood and you know it and you're kind of watching your back mm-hmm. when you're in a large crowd. yeah, Sketchy crowd. Sketchy place scenario. There's all these different things of factors. Right? Yeah. Right. But how many times do you actually get legitimately scared? The reason I ask that is because why would I want to? Well, I am lucky enough that True fear is not a common yeah. emotion for me. Yeah, you don't experience I'm it at all. lucky enough, sure, I get scared all the time. There's certain things that happen to me. You know, we're in the city, things happen all the time. I get it. But I'm lucky enough to where that is not a daily thing for me. I laugh all the time, I smile every day. I'm lucky enough to conversate with people and have a good time. And I'm, you know, Every once in a while, you know, there's some sad times, you know, if everyone sheds a tear here and there. Mm-hmm. But how many times yeah. are you legitimately scared? Yeah, that's probably I yeah. just feel like it, I just feel like I I don't think that it's a bad thing to feel every emotion. Every emotion. That's yeah. probably the least emotion you feel is fear, I would say. I mean, true fear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and 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 this kind of leads into my second, my second thing, um because I feel like it's just not a bad thing to To experience that stuff. And I I think that it's fun getting to feel things that I don't normally feel. You know, I I, I like to be able to be scared sometimes. I like to be happy. I like to also, I I don't like to, but I'm going to be sad sometimes. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I don't know if it's a good thing to just block out one thing as much as possible, you know? And like I said, this is different. I get it. Real life from media. But that's also where my disconnect happens is because I know that what even though when I'm watching... Sure, you get a very good horror movie, and you're in the zone, but you still have to have some kind of awareness of knowing, hey, I can always pull myself back out of this because it's not, yeah, it's not. It might be based off something real, but it's not directly real. And I but think, I that's hard. That's hard, that is the hardest part. That yeah. is much easier said than than done. I and get that's that.
0: what I was gonna say. I think that's the biggest uh, barrier for me is being able to watch it and pull myself back and be like. Like this is not real. Like this is not going to happen to me. Like, because I'm, I don't know. I think think that's the biggest thing. I think
1: that's what makes it a quality. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you can't pull yourself out and Hey, it happens to me too, but that's what I like. I, yeah, that's how I know if something sticks with me, it's really good. It's gotta be right. Yeah. Okay. Of course. So I'm going to just lead into my second point here. Cause I don't know if this is necessarily a second hitter, but this is one of the main reasons that I love horror movies. And that is because when you talk about wanting to feel that emotion that you don't feel for me, which is fear often. Um, the thing about that is, is you hit on it in the very beginning of, the, of this conversation, Foshi. And that is, is horror is one to me, one of the few movie genres that has enough sub genres for you to get exactly what you want. Okay. And what I mean by that is, is if you're looking for somebody like me, I'll use myself as an example. I know that when I watch a horror movie, I want I, I want it to be good enough to scare me. But there are certain subgenres that just will not do it, no yeah. matter what it is. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Here's some here's some some subgenres that for me will not cut the books and I stay away from. Vampires.
0: Okay. Don't, yeah. don't, don't yeah. care. They
1: just don't, don't they don't they don't do it for me. Sure. Um let's see. You you hit it on it. Uh people some people call it uh Horror porn or gore porn yeah. or the the bloody, the, the sauce. Just not really not my for you. I, I've watched them. It's whatever. It's, it it doesn't affect me. It's just it's gross and that's what it is. Yeah. Weird thing, uh e- easy subgenre, you know, like werewolves and, and and really any kind of creature feature is not really my thing. Okay. I, I like Jeepers Creepers one. Like that that's cool, <laughs> but most of the time creature features are not it. You know, you talked about the Meg and, and people <sighs> always freak out about Jaws. That it, technically it's an animal, but it's you know still a creature feature. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it, it's whatever to me. Um, Have you seen the Meg yet? No, I haven't seen the Meg yet. No. Things I love though, paranormal anything anything with ho housing. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on that. Uh, haunted houses, haunted things. haunted haunted things. Okay, like you uh, know? and what about another genre of where like possession things? Possessions, love yeah, I'm them. Out on you know, that. yeah. Um, paranormal activities, all those things the, you know, conjuring's all. All that good stuff, like that's my wheelhouse. I also have this weird thing. I love um, any movie that t- takes place in an insane asylum. Like that's my thing. Okay, I, I don't know why. It just it's very effective for. It me. Seems like a very uh, specific thing. Like that, are there a lot of films out there for that? Yeah, really? I mean, okay. yeah. You also have the subgenres that are like you said, um, cabin alone in the cabin. Yeah. You also have the subgenre of like you said, strangers. Um, it, it's the, the, they call it like I forget what it's called like the hunted. You know, people that okay. are being hunted. Yeah, yeah. One by one, you know, um, I, there, there's a, there's a million more and you can, you can, you can Google all the, all of these things, you know, and it even gets even more specific into specific creatures and scenarios. And like I yeah, said, sure. insane asylums and all these things. And you can really find out all the, you know, other thing, cults. Like I love cult horror movies. Like I actually like, um, I also have a huge, it goes into the paranormal thing, but I, I am obsessed with found footage. That's one of my, okay. probably, that's probably my favorite a lot of people really disregard that as a series at all. They think it's very cheap and cheesy, but I don't know. It's just, cer- there's certain levels to the subgenres that I think affect people differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like a vampire movie might scare the shit out of you. Yeah. But, and I might be sitting there just bored out of my bored, mind because yeah. it's just not, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's just not gonna, gonna cut it. Whereas, you know, you know, like, or, or like a slasher film, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, Friday the 13th series is, 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 is your jam. Whereas maybe, I prefer uh, for that slasher film to be a little doll. Chucky. Sure, you know, okay. a child's play series.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to jump in with the possession, with the haunted houses, those type of things. I don't, I've never, I've never seen like paranormal activity on that shit because when I saw a trailer for those movies, they scared the living shit out of me. And I don't know, that this is a totally different topic, but I don't even know if I believe in any of that stuff, but it's like just seeing that. I don't, by the way. Okay. Just seeing those things and being like, "This little girl's possessed." Like, I don't know, man. That that just freaks me out and takes me to a whole other place where I'm like, I don't want to see that at all.
1: So technically, like paranormal, I would separate paranormal and possession. Movies, sure, yeah. But even that, they are often intertwined. But I don't really am not that big of a possession thing. But I like, I you know, I know that it, a lot of those times, like The Conjuring, technically, it is a paranormal movie that. Turn that gets to a possession point. Okay, I get that, but it's not a strictly possession movie. Like a possession movie is, you know, something like The Exorcist. Like they're possessed the a lot of the movie, the majority of the movie. Yeah. With The Conjuring, it's if somebody gets possessed at the end, I could have these conversations all it's the like, time. Yeah, it's right? like a I'm. Back, yeah. I, I won't get into it too, too deep, but my main point to, to kind of pull back is what I'm getting at is. Why want to be scared? Well, because I think that it's an emotion that we don't feel that often, that yeah, people kind of, of forget about, that people kind of underrate. And I think it's, only, I think really, if you think about it, I think it helps you in case, and what happens if you run into a real life scary situation? <laughs> if you're never, ever scared, don't you think that you're going to probably freak out way more than you would if you're sometimes, if you're scared more often? I mean, that's like somebody who's in constantly bad situations. If handle them. If they're in a really bad situation with someone who isn't, they're going to handle that probably. Yeah differently, maybe not necessarily better, but dif- sure. differently. And then on top of that, the subgenres, the, the the amount of number of different subgenres can allow you to get to that place that you want as far as what's gonna be most effective for you to get to that emotion that you're looking for. Does that yeah, make yeah, sense?
0: Yeah. So when you watch these films, uh, now I don't want to cut you off or anything with your with your next topics, but when you watch these films, you've seen hundreds of horror content horror movies does the adrenaline still get going do those does that type of thing still i mean of course it depends on the movie but does you know the adrenaline still get going do those type of things still happen where you're on the edge of your seat you're you're nervous you're of course. scared It still happens okay of course yeah
1: i mean it, it for me you know i'm not listen i'm not a film critic i'm just a normal yeah. guy too but everybody no matter what's whatever film you know or show whatever tv you know everyone's got their kind of things that they like the nitpicks that they don't like And so every once in a while, I'll come into something that that really sticks with me, man. The the last two that I remember having days later that I could not stop thinking about was Hereditary. Yeah. And two years ago, I guess, was The Witch. I loved both of those so much that they... I thought about them way more than I thought I would. Way more.
0: Ellen keeps begging me to watch Hereditary with her. And it's like, the things that I've heard on that movie, I don't know if I could handle it. Because I... I don't know what it is, but it's like you know, that feeling, I get the same feeling when I watch a horror film, like when you, when I almost get into a car accident like my my adrenaline starts going I feel like I'm going to throw up My I'm like shaking, like when I watched it even, I had, Ellen was sitting there right with me watching it, she was telling me, okay, this is going to be scary, (laughs) and I was still like, fuck like this is really going to, and maybe it was because she was there telling me it was going to be scary I got into my head more than I should have and I think that's the biggest barrier for me is like I would love, to, you know, I, I really would like to watch more horror content and like watch it just to be able to talk to, just to be able to talk to more people about it. Cause I I like, you love it. My sister loves it. Ellen loves it just to be able to like have those conversations. But it's just that barrier where it's like, do I want to watch this or do I want to do something else? And every single time I'm always like, I'm going to do something else. You know, <laughs> I totally get that
1: for me. It's kind of the reverse. Do I want to watch this? Like, nah, I'll probably just watch a thriller real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know why. It's just maybe that's what our personality tends to. It's okay. It's just one of those things. I just think that when we talk about, you know, not that many people really talk about emotions, but very rarely do people really express true fear. Yeah. You know Uh, what I mean?
0: I I agree. Yeah. Like you said before. Yeah. I 100% agree. I don't
1: know why. It's something that people don't want to talk about.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not
1: sure I understand it. And I
0: just don't know. I think really good horror movies because like you said before how many times in a month in a year do you really experience something truly scary like you'll see something on the news and you're like man that's that's really scary really screwed up but unless you are in that situation and unless it's happening to you it's a totally different scenario
1: well i mean something like you just said when's the last time that you had something affect you to where your heartbeat where you could feel your heartbeat and you could tell that you were sweating sure
0: yeah when i don't uh when's the last time probably the only reason i remember this is because it was recent i mean like two three weeks ago we had like a little bit of snow and i was driving to work it's like six fifteen in the morning and some guy two lanes over from me literally like <laughs> spun out and was oh like no. spinning on like we're doing 65 oh no. miles an hour oh no and i thought i was i thought i was gonna like either hit, go into the wall or he was gonna hit me and that i was like holy shit like so, that's that's literally like I mean, maybe like two times in the past year, I've realized. I was going to say, so that's a wild example. Yeah. That's a real life. Something that actually happened to me. Yeah. But it's like, you know, me telling you, like you're picturing it, you're, it's scary to you, but it's not like I'm, true I'm, fear. Yeah. I mean, I love Unless you. Unless you're in that situation. I love you to death. Of course. Sushi,
1: but I, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm not sweating. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I mean, it's something, I, and I think that's the difference where uh, we don't experience true fear because 99, 9.99% of our lives, it's not. Happening to us, you know, you turn on the news and see every news story is a thousand things that are terrible. Right. It happened in the world, it happened, hell, it could happen down the, on the highway. And you're like, man, that's really screwed up, that's really scary. But unless you're in that situation, it's totally different. Or, yeah, yeah,
1: yes. Or what I'm saying too is, or that certain type of fear that you have might not have even been in that situation sure. before. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you're getting chased by Chucky the Dow, okay. That might really freak out some people, yeah, right? Yeah, They've never probably been in that situation before, but all of a sudden, they're like, why am I so scared? Yeah. You don't know why, but you are, and guess what?
0: It's a new err feeling. Plus, well, the same yeah. thing with, like, so, it, I mean... Yeah, right.
1: It's, so, to kind of spin it back to you, it's like, one of those things, one of the emotions that everybody talks about, that everybody wants all the time, because, listen, I, I am a, I am a believer in that you don't always want to be down. Yeah, you can't always... You cannot watch horror content a hundred percent of the time because then that's just going to adapt to your personality. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants that. You have to brighten it up a little bit. But for those emotions that everybody wants to talk about, the number one thing is laughter, is comedy, is positivity. I'm with it. I'm cool. It's easy. Okay? So to swing it back to you, what do you got for me to where I should? Why? Why should I be? You know, maybe putting down a little bit more of the
0: horror emotions and picking up some of that, that the comedy, the the laughter. Well, I just think it's. It's something that's easy. It's something that um, you can put on. You don't have to put a whole lot of effort into. I think it's good for not necessarily like personal growth, but you know, when I have just like a shitty day, I mean, I don't, there's nothing more that I want to do. Just go home and just put on a a, a comedy, put on something and just watch it. And I think the biggest thing I'm going to hit you with my big Okay, let's go. That's what I was waiting for. Let's go. The biggest thing I'm going to hit you with Okay. is from a health standpoint. A medical standpoint. Oh, from you got science? Yeah. Oh, from Spencer. Shout out again. <laughs> oh, shout out. He's a man. nurse. Oh, okay. I asked him, I texted him when we were having this, when we were, we decided on this topic. I said, when we, when you found out that Nick doesn't watch comedies, sitcoms, you were appalled. What <laughs> reasons would you give him to watch? And he said, hang on, I'll text you, back. I'll text you back when I get my stuff together. So he comes back with these, these fine points here. Laughing has health benefits. It combats hypertension, which combats heart disease and stroke. Hmm. So from a health standpoint, you want to laugh more. You want I, to watch more i I would take it I would believe that. I would believe that horror, on the other hand, causes anxiety. Oh boy. and paranoia, oh no, and paranoia, which increases your blood pressure and your pulse rate, which increases the workload on your heart and increases the risk of heart attack and stroke, which in turn. <laughs> Horror is the complete opposite of sitcoms and comedy from the health standpoint. That is from a medical professional. And I think that if you don't I think that alone is reason you should watch more comedy and more sitcoms. You think that should that should close the door? <laughs> That's right my there? that that those are my closing remarks on why I think you should watch more comedy and more sitcoms mm, wow. from the health standpoint. That is that is pretty good. I would also
1: argue though, my argument would be that if somebody who, unlike myself, watches horror movies but doesn't isn't very active in their life, could that be spun to mean that that increased heart rate and everything is actually producing a positive benefit because they're actually getting some kind of activity, internal activity, instead of just be. being non-complacent and laying around all this is a very specific
0: situation that I'm kind of painting here,
1: but, I well, of course, but. I,
0: if you uh, don't have a job, if you don't have any stress in your life, if you just sit around the house all day and don't do anything, then yeah, of course you want to, you want to switch it up a little bit. You want to take in some horror to get that blood rate going, to get that heart rate, blood so, pressure. A, going.
1: Yeah. Technically that could be spun. I, I think, I think that if Spencer was here, I could probably spin it. into so a good conversation okay. about how it could benefit <laughs> you. I'll tell you right now, you out there listening, do me a favor, and YouTube people, YouTube horror video game reaction. Oh yeah, you will see people's heart rate. They're they're oh, they're getting they're being active, man. Yeah, people absolutely. get free horror video games. Yeah, horror movies are one thing, but vid, those video games freak people yeah. out, man. They My really sister loves me. them. Plays see, them all that's time. one thing I never got into, and you know I love video games stuff, but that, that's what that's, see that's the thing for me is I never got into horror novels, horror comic books, horror this and horror. I am I am a uh, really a through and through film person sure. for, for that, and, and I don't even know why you know that's what I'm saying. I don't know why that is, but I think that might actually lead into one of my last arguments here. I don't know if it's my big hitter, okay. but it's something that does play a very vital I've, part. I have one me. more question
0: for you. Okay, when we were talking about horror movies and everything, and um, an art not not an argument, but do you rewatch horror movies? Is there any reason to like go back and rewatch them? The cl- not necessarily. Like, I mean, of course, you're not really going to be scared again. Just for like the the value, the the content to retake it in. Yes, definitely. Okay.
1: Um, I, I will say this: we've talked about all the TV shows and stuff. I'm not a big rewatcher in the sure. first place. Of course, when it's Halloween time, I watch all the classics, oh, yeah. you know, and the Halloweens and all that good stuff, just because it's just almost nostalgic. No way. Yeah but I will rewatch the really good ones. I've, okay. I've watched the witch like three times. Really, I, I plan on, I've been trying to watch hereditary again. Okay. I'm just kind of the. I want to find the right yeah, mood for that right one. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that one really fucked with me. Like okay. I, I, that one stuck with me for a while. And so for that one, I know I'm putting my, since I know, so I know what happens, but I'm really waiting. Cause I know what, what kind of mood I need to be in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But no, I don't, I really, really try my hardest to stay away from, okay. from, from we stuff. And that's actually a good a question because I feel like with the sitcoms, it's almost completely based on the rewatchability yeah. and um, what do you call it when they're, when they're replaying it like later down in oh, the years? yeah. I mean, the, it's uh, just like
0: they're on TV all the time. Yeah, what is there it is is, There is a comment or a term for it. But I mean, you turn on, you can go on TV at 9, 10 o'clock and I guarantee you, You'll be able to find Friends and The Office on TV, and maybe you might be able to find New Girl or How I Met Your Mother, and Seinfeld's probably on. Those shows are constantly on reruns. They are always on. People, We watched... I mean, there were times where we were watching Friends. We would just turn it on and just fall asleep to it, because it's just easy. You don't, it's, it's simple.
1: I think a lot of people do that, and here's the other thing, too, that a lot of people really think that I'm a weirdo, because I actually prefer... So. <laughs> I didn't want to really get into this, but I know a lot of people watch comedies and stuff because they want to go to bed in a positive mood. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Really? I prefer to watch the horror movies right directly before I go to bed or actually fall asleep to them because I am very fast. I almost never remember my dreams. Okay, And so I'm always, it's almost like kind of a, it's a weird thing for me. I I, I am almost trying to constantly... I'm fascinated by interesting and weird dreams. Yeah, you want know, to start the remember. dream dream world it is just it is yeah. fascinating. That's a, yeah. Yeah. So, I am always watching these because they provoke these really interesting weird dreams that sure. sometimes I remember and then I you know I I just really love that I get a kick out of it. People think that's really odd and really it weird. Is. Yeah, I've, I can yeah. get that, but it's almost just the, if you think about it it's just the same way as you watching a, a friends before you go to bed to get to get the positive vibes and stuff. I'm just kind of in a different realm trying to just get some interesting interesting vibes you know I'm not you know it's not like I'm plotting to like kill somebody or something but it's just I I just I'm kind of shooting for a certain kind of dream you know what I mean yeah
0: yeah that's interesting I I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody do that because I mean most of the people like we'll put in a movie or we'll put on a funny TV show because we're like we don't you know and I think maybe it's not because we want you know because we don't even really necessarily watch it we just turn it on just for like the background noise and I'm not going to put in like band Screaming. of brothers or something or like, so that's the thing. Cause I don't want like gunshots going off when I'm sleeping. So well, that's
1: interesting. That's a good point too, because what we were saying, or we actually kind of covered it in before with a lot of people using the, um, sitcoms for background music mm-hmm. or noise. Yeah. You can't really do that with horror because it's going to be a lot of screams. It's going to be a lot of shrieks and all that stuff. And you don't want that. I get it, but I will say this, uh, a test, not a test. Uh, tr- I don't know. Just, for everyone listening, just try it out. Not one time. You got to do it like maybe two or three times. Just try it out. Try to go to bed to something that you think is scary, and 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 tell us what, how you, how that night's sleep went, or two if you had some interesting dreams. Because I I bet you, depending on what it is, you know, if you don't go all the way up to a hundred, you know, like, like <laughs> don't don't be <laughs> don't pick the one that you think is the scariest in the yeah. world. But if you watch something that you're just not, you know, a little bit creepy. I bet you have some interesting,
0: some sure, interesting effects. Yeah. Before we get out of here, do you have any last uh, points on the horror content side? Yeah. I, I, really quick.
1: Okay. The, the last, the last, last thing that I have, and we, we, I promise, when I say this this time, we won't have to spend too much time on it. But one of the things that I, I mentioned earlier, and I think is a big factor for me too, is the production side of, of horror, and I think that's yeah. one of the most enticing things to me, is because I understand that it's hard. I, I admit. I know that it's hard to make a co- a good comedy, right? But I think it's especially hard personally to make a scary horror movie. I think you can make a scary, a, a, a horror movie. I just don't know if you can make a truly frightening horror movie. I think it's not as easy as you think. And I think that every subgenre that we talked about plays its own, has its own hardships in making it effective. Sure. like. If you go watch a horror, a slasher movie, you go watch the uh, the newest Halloween movie, you kind of know what you're going to get, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, what about those movies where you don't know what you're going to get? Those are the movies that where I'm in, just in love with, because, you know, you go see something like The Witch. When you saw the preview for The Witch, the first, que- I like those, I like those movies where you watch that trailer and you say, what the hell yeah, is, what is that? This? Yeah. What is that going to be? That's not really fitting into, like, it does fit into a ge- subgenre, but it's not, you know the cabin in the woods thing where you know exactly yeah. what okay i know mm-hmm. what this is gonna be also the thing about horror for me is i love i i'm a, I'm an audio guy i did a little bit of sound design down at school i think that there's no contest to me when it comes to well no contest is tough but i love the sound design of horror yeah uh, I, I highly suggest everyone to go and also YouTube the different, YouTube somebody making um, horror sound design. Just do it. Okay. Just like a professional in a studio. Look at the things that they use. Look at the objects. Look at these uh, air quote instruments. People make these things that sound just crazy yeah you think it might be like a cello or something no it's probably not it's probably just two pieces of metal (laughs) that they're rubbing against sandpaper or something you know really random yeah there's a bunch way more creativity than people think they hear you know here's the thing what drives a horror movie yes yeah that's how i was was gonna bring up when you were done it's the it's the it's the the, the audio it's it but specifically a lot of times it's the score Mm -hmm. yeah even in a cheesy terrible a bad bad horror movie what's selling that jump scare yep brings us that sound that sound effect Yep, it's the combination of that that loud quick hit with that 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 swelling momentum of the score you know all of a sudden you're hearing some strings build up build yep. up build up build up boom i mean that's like jaws's theme song yeah, you know what i mean exactly so it's one of these things that i don't think people like when i say underrated i don't think people think about it you know You know, there's these cheesy things where you know you think of like an old horror or action movie. You kind of get that old rock guitar and it's jamming out. (laughs) Does comedy have like a set? No, not really. Score, sound. I don't know that. That see, I like that though. I think it's cool. That it's it's it's, just even horror is kind of boxed in a little bit. Yeah, I
0: think the main thing people remember is just like the theme songs for the sitcoms. You know, when you hear that song, you're like, oh, you know, this is uh, the song, the, the Office or whatever. But one thing um, that I did want to point out in the like when you first made that point was I think horror does have it, a bad like rap. I think it really does get like a bad rap, a bad connotation where I think there's been and I think it's the same with comedy, but people give people will see ten bad comedies and still go to the next one because they're like, oh, this one could be funny. This one could be good. And I think people will see two, three maybe bad horror movies and they're like, yeah, I'm not going to go see that next one because it's like, there's just like a weird, there's a weird way that we think about it. And I think a lot of people think when they see, you know, they see one horror movie they're like, oh, I've seen them all now. Even though I just think they they, they, they look back and they're like, oh, this has already been done. Why am I going to go see it again? So I think those two things are really important to point out that I think there's like a bad just the way that people think about horror. I think it just gets a bad, a bad rap and people aren't willing to give it Uh, a second chance. I think one
1: of the things that that kind of will help that or or, or propels that is I think that since it's tough to make a horror movie I think it's hard to make things scary. I think that also leads to stand out like bad acting. I think think bad acting is clear. I think it's a stand out of every genre I think bad acting bad writing is a standout in horror movies. A lot of it has to do with subgenres being you know, if you're into a sub genre, I think you do kind of get boxed in. Like you're you kinda are limited, but it's just something about the 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 darker vibe, the darker personality, and you know, it, i got news for you. It's not easy to act scared. It's no, really not I, I, I don't I, know, I, like go in the mirror and act like you're terrified. I it, could imagine. It's yeah. not it's not easy. So I think that also easily points out bad production. It's qualities. easy
0: yeah, it's easy to it's easy to make. I think it's easier to point out bad things. In horror, bad acting, bad writing, bad storyline, than it is to point it out in comedy. Necessarily. I think so.
1: Foshi, I've said a lot of my points. We've said a lot of points. I have one question left okay. for you, man. I want to do I'll I'll do I'll start off myself, but I want you to do the opposite. And what I'm gonna say is I want to say one of my favorite all time comedian sh- comedy sitcoms. I think it's a s c I don't really know what classifies as a sitcom, but I'm gonna say it's a sitcom. I think it's one of the most underrated one that I've almost watched all the way through and one that I think um, will just always go down in my books as one of the few comedies that I can watch any second of the day. Okay. And I would say, ask you if you have, if you even have anything in the horror, in the horror world for that, but for me, um, my show is Reno 911.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Something that nobody really talks about. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. I just. God, do I love
0: that! Shit. It is hilarious. Yeah, it's so. I've. God, I never last time I watched episode Man, of that. Man, we show. should watch that. Man, that it's is, funny. That
1: is, that is. It's really. It's kind of random because it's been gone for a while.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, by the
1: way, that, that term we're talking about syndication. You mm-hmm. get that syndication. That's yes. where the, that's where the replays and the checks come from. Yeah. But Comedy Central still every once in a while will play Reno Nine One One, and I. It's one of the few comedy sitcoms. I think it's. a... Would you classify it as a sitcom?
0: I don't know. Yeah, See, I don't know yeah, what the I sitcom. Guess it's more is. of like more of like a comedy, but yeah, you so could like probably a, throw it on. I don't there. know. Maybe guess, it's under like the umbrella. Do you put a sitcom as?
1: as like a laugh track is that what a sitcom is can be yeah well, I, mean, I like I said, you, I think you said was, the office and stuff so yeah. that's not really i feel like real 911 is kind of like the office yeah. and, and parks and rec right yeah all right i'm gonna box it in there but either way i just wanted to get that out there and i was interested while we were talking this whole time i'm thinking in my head is there anything in the in the in the in the world of horror that you like secretly like, secretly underrated or something that you can go back to or have seen multiple times? Is there anything like that?
0: Uh, Not necessarily. The biggest thing that stands out for me is definitely It. Uh, when it came out, I really did want to go see it in theaters, but I was just too much of a baby to go see it. I didn't want to be scared. Uh, and then everybody was talking about it. Everybody was saying how good it was. And I was like, you know, I just need to see it. I just need to yeah. watch it. So me and uh, Ellen watched it one night and I, I was really I was sitting there, you know, I was scared shitless, but I was really like, this was actually really, really good, and I'm really excited for the second one. Yeah, um, I really am excited to see what Jordan Peele does. I mean, everybody is. I loved Get Out. I thought it was amazing. I I guess that's more like a thriller, psychological thriller. It's not really horror, I guess. Some people maybe can box maybe, it maybe in there. under yeah, the uh, now that Us movie, I don't <laughs> know about that good. one, man. I don't know if I'm going to go see that because it looks God, it just looks terrifying.
1: I'll tell you what, Foshi. My last thing is, I was thinking about maybe showing you maybe a top 10, top 15 list of, of most box office. But I think we'll save that for the next time that horror comes up in, in a debate. How about that? In yeah. the further Next time, whenever, if we ever have a, a, another genre debate again, maybe we'll bring it back up. Of
0: course. And I will leave with this. I'm, I can't make any promises. Can't put any numbers on it. But I'm going to try to watch more horror content.
1: I think from here, sitting here, talking with you, Foshi, I'm going to try my hardest to incorporate more comedy into right. my consumption. I'm worried about your health. You need more you need more comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm in.
0: All right. Good. And that is a great, I think that's a great way to end here. Uh, let us know, what would you rather watch? Horror or a sitcom if you, if you were choosing between the both? Are you with dudes or are you with me? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You know, I'm going to put up polls on, uh, I'm going to put up some polls, some voting. So make sure to check us out and vote where you would, what you would rather watch. You know, what this is going to be an ongoing topic. What should we debate next? We, we, we uh, call it the debate, the genre debate. So, you know, movies, music, TV, video games, anything, get let us know. Uh, We're always looking to improve. We're always looking for new ideas, new topics. Uh, any other comments, shoot us an email going off topic pod at gmail.com. That's going off topic pod at gmail.com. Wherever you're listening to. To us at. make sure to subscribe leave us a rating review definitely really helps us out also tell a friend tell a co-worker tell a family member we're always looking to uh spread out get get our uh our listens to everybody the going off topic podcast is for all of course check out anything incredible.com for all the blogs podcasts and of course the anything incredible episodes you can find it all there check out podcast mo for all of the uh great missouri based podcasts of course, shout out to Vizzer Beats for the intro and outro grooves. And as always, keep it off topic.